Hey everybody and welcome to the wildest wild ride of them all. You guys have been begging for this guest since the podcast first started and I'm telling you it is a good one man. It's Manny Puig. He's a legend of messing around with apex predators and such a dear friend of mine. He's helped me accomplish many ridiculous feats. So safe to say i'm hard as a rock for this one and full disclosure just a little bit later tonight i will actually be hard as a rock because i'm going to treat myself to a blue chew tablet and what's that it's a chewable tablet that has the same active ingredient as both viagra and cialis except of course it's chewable and only a fraction of the price yeah dude so how do you get it well you go to bluechew.com which means that you don't have to go into any physical in-person awkward doctor visit no you just consult with one of the the medical providers on bluechew.com it's very simple it's very easy and then you're ready to go now if you use the promo code steva while you're doing that guess what you get an entire month's supply of this very very fun chewable tablet and all you have to pay is five bucks for shipping so, dude, get ready to have some fun. Go to bluechew.com, use the promo code Stevo, and, dude, absolutely free an entire month's supply. All you got to pay is five bucks for shipping. So, head on over to bluechew.com and get ready to have some good, good fun. And now, let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, Manny Puig. Yeah, dude. Right on, Manny. Yes, uh, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, dude. This is my co-host, Scott. You've met him before. Yes. And up at the front, we have the gorgeous Paul Brisky. <laughs> hey there, Manny. We just yes. met. How are you? It's good. Definitely gorgeous, yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, dude. So people have been begging for you, Manny. Uh, we started this podcast, what, about a year and a half ago? And, uh, and they've been saying, oh, get Manny on there. They want to hear all the crazy stories. So, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, when, when you came to the show in Dania, people were freaking out, going ape shit over you. Yeah, it was a good show. Definitely. I, I enjoyed it. Well, well, th thank you. Um, how did you first uh, hear about Jackass and that we wanted to film with you? Oh, dude, that was a story. I'm, I'm at the Native Village, and they go... Many of these jackass guys, they're really bad. I mean, they're really like stupid guys. They do a lot of stupid things and they're looking for you. They want you to be on their show. And they got like, they were saying, I, some people were saying, I really don't recommend it. You know, I might ruin your reputation. <laughs> I kept hearing, but it's jackass guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're really crazy. They said you guys were dumb and crazy and did a lot of dumb things. Okay. Once then when I met up with you guys, finally, I started to get catch on to what's really going on. Steve was going to get ran over by an airboat. And I told him, well, you got to duck real low. So, you know, get real low. So when airboat comes over, he doesn't hit you. And then I realized that Steve got his head up high enough. So the airboat would hit it, hit him in the head. So I said, man, <laughs> I'm starting to figure out <laughs> the idea is to get the airboat to run over. <laughs> not, not to avoid the problem. And then Knoxville comes over there and uh, he wants to get bit by a rattlesnake. <laughs> and he wants to get bit by a rattlesnake. And I go, he thought, well, you know, just, you know, take me to the hospital, give me an anti-venom, anti and we're good. Let's go to the bar tonight. And I said, no, dude, I think bites you. You might have your arm amputated, kind of like this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you want to get bit by an eastern diamondback rattlesnake about that big around. So 
I said, well, that was insane. And the next thing you know, Steve was going to put a worm up his nose. What do you think about this? I think it's a bad idea. Maybe you should clean the worm because there's a lot of, you know, diseases in the dirt and everything. You know, we don't want to get Steve sick. It's not a good idea. And then, and then uh, Tremaine goes, nah, he'll put it up his nose, dirt and all. He's <laughs> got this worm going through you know, up his nose and out his mouth like that, you know, a worm. But I thought I was just cracking up, you know, it's just like too much. You know? that, was, that, that was the first day that we've ever filmed with Manny. And I'll never forget it. We've met, it was a place in the Everglades where we filmed all that, yeah? yeah. And, and so it was this Everglades, like, special, like, tourism park. And, and, and we're in the parking lot, you know, I'll just, we just arrived, getting ready to set up. Manny's standing there, Knoxville's standing there. Off in the distance, this family notices us. You can see they're very excited, and they come walking over, and they, I think they're going to freak out. I think they're freaking out over Knoxville. They walk right past Knoxville, straight to Manny. Manny, oh, it's so great. I can't even believe it. And I'm thinking, man, like Knoxville was all prepared to be the big the big deal. They walked right past me. It was so funny. And uh, they were all excited to see Manny. I thought, man, Manny's a really big deal. This is, this is great. And, and I found out later that, that because we had filmed with sharks on the first season and I got bitten, and the people that took us filming with those nurse sharks were super upset. And it was just like, we, get, we need someone who's crazy to film with. And they, they saw you on Animal Planet. And the way they described it, they said, here we see this guy on Animal Planet, Manny, and he's lifting alligators out of the water, like swimming with alligators at night, riding sharks all over the place. But the fact that he was doing all of that while wearing a Speedo. <laughs> That's your guy. That's a bit the speedo. Yeah. <laughs> they said the speedo got you the job. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, after that, it was just like, uh, I don't know, you guys took me to your family, you know? Big time. Manny, how long were you doing Jackass before it became Wild Boys? Like, did, did you come on during the TV show yeah. or during the movies? The TV show? I came on during the TV show and then during the movie. And then once Wild Boys came on, they had me on all the time. Uh, basically, I got more exposure from Wild Boys than anything I've ever done in my life. Let's put it this way. Super so, uh, cool. The, the key for me right there. Yeah. And wild. like people going wild for you at Steve's show and Danny or Donnie or whatever. Yeah. Do, does that happen to you often? Like if you go to the grocery store, or do, does it, do you get recognized uh, yeah. often still to this day? Yeah. Yeah. I still get people <laughs> you know, here and there. But especially when you get, you know, the right crowd, you know. Sure. I, I mean, I did uh, Shark Week. Yeah. I did Animal Planet bunch of episodes i did an outdoor channel and everything but the wild boys was the biggest exposure like uh 80 90 percent of people come up to me is because i saw the wild boys for sure i got a question uh some of the footage that i saw i'm not sure if it was on if it aired anywhere but the the one of you grabbing the lion by the tail that was on wild boys that was on wild boys, wild boys. what uh, is this it was it was, yeah was there what's the story behind that why why grab a lion by the tail what it's like a you know it's a like a manhood thing like when well here, here, yeah, here's the thing yeah, that's a maasai a maasai thing i think for 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 manny to be able to tell this story we have to reveal a secret it's not even a secret about wild boys but um Wild with with Jackass, we were very very honest. We had integrity. We never tried to deceive the audience. That was Jackass. But with Wild Boys, 
we took liberties to pretend that we were in Africa when actually we were filming in California. And it wasn't because we, we wanted to, to lie to the audience, you know. In fact, when we went to go film the pilot for, for Wild Boys in South Africa, we brought that two-man zebra suit and we wanted to go on safari and have a lion there. And we quickly found out that a lion in the wild on safari in Africa, you don't get in a fucking zebra suit and fucking try and play around with that thing, no. So there, there are a lot of situations like that. And so every time that we filmed interacting with a lion, like every time we were always pretending that we were in Africa, but in fact, we were in California at a, a place called Hollywood Animals. And so the lion the, that Manny grabbed by the tail, I mean, you could say, it was a, a tame lion, but there's really no such thing as taming a lion. You know, you look at Siegfried and Roy, the tigers messed that dude up. Um, but, but in any case, it wasn't, that, that didn't happen in Africa. No, no, it happened. But the Maasai used to pull, grab a lion by the tail on a lion hunt. And the guy that did that, he's the one that would get all the, all the women would come after him. He was like the, the cool guy. So it was a cool thing to do, you know, you know, copying another culture like a Maasai in Africa, Maasai lion hunters and grabbing the lion by the tail. Was that the and, first and only time you did that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> also, for the record, it's, it's still a, a cool it's thing a to do. idea <laughs> to grab any lion by the tail. You know, you grab a uh, domesticated zoo lion, whatever the tail, he's liable to turn around and bite you in half. Uh -huh. Yeah. He's like fully loaded, fully clawed, and the people there said, you're on your own. <laughs> yeah. What's the animal you don't? fuck with at all that you're like i'm not doing i'm not filming anything with that like they're too unpredictable or too dangerous i don't think manny has one yeah of is there even one i haven't had a problem maybe that i haven't <laughs> i might think twice about it it's like a hippo okay or like uh, but yeah. i mean alaska we swim with wild killer whales and wild grizzly bears so you know a uh, killer whale will do you know they kill everything in the ocean every living creature out there they kill so those things are very prone to killing so swimming is something I got. It's it's a it's a very big gamble. Let's put it that way. But when when we swam with the the killer whales in Alaska, they, they I remember like we saw these wild killer whales, and and Manny's so excited he just basically jumps off the boat and starts swimming towards them. Everybody was freaking out. But what we discovered was that killer whales don't want to be around people. So as much as you swam towards them, they went away, right? Like, I think what happened is the guy dropped me off in their path. And they went right through me. One of them came like three feet from me underwater. Oh, check cool. me out. The one of them did uh, check. You know, water was so dirty, you couldn't see anything to were right up on you. Remember when we told Chris? Yeah. They were, they were jumping behind the boat behind them, almost like in the Sequarium type of deal. Yeah. Uh, so, no, they're they're very unpredictable. Let's put it this way. They, uh, I mean, somebody told me they, a pot of them attacked the blue whale, biggest thing that ever lived, and they, they destroyed it. Right. So and they, they can... Anything that kills a blue whale is nothing to mess with. Right, and and they can kill a great white shark too, right? Yeah, they they kill them no problem. They roll them in on their back and bite out their stomach and kill them. Yeah, so you know there's no shark or anything that can match up to <laughs> to kill yeah. a whale. Yeah, yeah, the blue whales. <laughs> The blue whale's tongue weighs as much as an elephant. That's a pretty fascinating fact. Yeah, you, it's, it's so 20, funny. 20, 20 elephants. Oh, really? Fact of the day. Yeah, it's the it's, uh, biggest animal, bigger than any dinosaur has ever lived. The blue wow. whale. Holy shit. And, and Paul asks, is there any animal you won't fuck with? He's like, well, the killer whale. And, and he swam towards the killer whale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the killer whale. I only got within three feet of that one. Yeah. Yeah, you become a real man when you grab a hippo by the balls, Manny. That's I, the, 
I don't know. At this point in my life, I mean, I want to try that. You know. <laughs> yeah. Are, do you do you get do you get nervous when you're doing a pod of or like uh, with a bunch of crocodiles or alligators and you can't see? Like I've seen some of the stuff you've done in the swamp at night. Like I I, I would never get into that kind of situation. It, it can be a little problem when there's a lot of them and you can't see them. I've done it before, where you got to feel for them. That's that's the most dangerous thing you can do. Same thing with sharks. You want to be able to see them, even though I swim in dirty water with sharks. It's not a good idea. And it's not a good idea to get with alligators where you can't even see them. I usually keep my hands real low, so if I bump one, I bump their bellies, not their open mouth. But why wouldn't why wouldn't they go after you when they go after everything that's in their water? Manny's answer to this question is hysterical. And you know what? I've been sleeping in my RV for the last few days down here at my warehouse facility in San Diego. And even though I have a shower in my RV, I have not used it because I don't need to because I'm wearing native deodorant. This stuff is so awesome, man. It has no aluminum or parabens. It's purely natural. I can understand all of the ingredients, and it's never been tested on animals. It's just a good product from a good company that makes you smell good. And I really want you to try it because it's awesome and because you'll be supporting the podcast. So get into this great deodorant at native deo.com slash devo again that's native deo.com slash devo or use the promo code stevo and you get 20 percent off your first order again this stuff is fantastic there's 10 different scents my favorite is eucalyptus and mint that's because luck stole my coconut and vanilla but hey that's cool because all of the scents are awesome. So yeah, support the podcast, smell good, and feel good about supporting this awesome company. Go to nativedeo.com slash Devo. Thanks so much. And now, why don't these animals attack Manny? I, they have gone after me. I got bitten by <laughs> I got bitten by sharks, like four different types. So they do go after you. <laughs> I oh my God. Of, not too many. I have a good record, a good professional record. But the amount of times I've done it, I have taken some good hits, definitely. <laughs> that's, that's so good. Um, when uh, the, the first time that we ever swam with sharks with Manny was uh, it, the, it was November of 2000 when we first met. We did the worm and Knoxville tried to get bit by the rattlesnake and we did the airboat with alligator. And then it was January of the next year, the first time we did a shark dive. And this was for hammerheads. And Manny was treading water it outside just in the ocean by the boat he's in the water for like six hours i think it was just holding barracuda and with his knife and just chopping up the barracuda to, to get the water all bloody and get the sharks to come i couldn't even believe how how long how much time you spent doing that and then when the, the when the sharks came we got in we swam with them we thought okay that was cool but then somebody had the idea, oh, why don't we get Steve-O on the boat and, and take barracudas, which are all cut in half, and strap them all over Steve-O and get him in the water to swim with barracuda while he has chum strapped all over him. And uh, there are the certain people on the boat really didn't like that idea. They got very upset. I got in the water like, like I was with Manny. And, uh, and, and everything worked out okay. Then later when, the, when the, the footage came out on TV, I was eating dinner with my dad and dad says, 
how can it possibly be safe to swim with great hammerhead sharks while you have chums strapped all, all over your body? And I said, T -t Dad, Manny was there. <laughs> like, it was perfectly fine. It's not safe. It is not safe to do that. None of the stuff that we did up there was really that safe. That's the whole idea. It was uh, hammerheads are dangerous. But you felt like you had this invincibility around Manny. Like if Manny was there. Steve would have got bit really bad. That's the worst scenario could have happened. Yeah, no, but Paul, you're absolutely right. Like I, Manny always instilled in me a sense of security, a sense of invincibility. Like I really like if, if Manny was around, I generally felt completely unaccountable for anything that I did around <laughs> sharks or any other apex predator. And, and know, it false sense of security. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Now, now, always, they call that a false sense of security. Yes, everything is fine. Yeah. <laughs> No, nothing is fine. Nothing is good. <laughs> right, but but I think that I think that that uh, you know when when you ask Manny, does he get nervous? You know, I I, I watched this uh, this Academy Award winning documentary called Free Solo, where the guy climbs up this El Capitan with no ropes, and you can tell from watching that documentary that this guy is just a different type of dude. Like whatever, like part of your brain has fear. This guy like just doesn't have that like part of his brain activated. And I think that Manny's very much like that, where he's just a different dude, he's set up differently, and he's comfortable around. And I think that's why Manny has been able to to do all this stuff for so long and not get killed by these animals because if they the can sense the fear, if the animals sense your fear, then they're going to pick up on that and you're going to get more attacked. Right. And Manny, Manny's just comfortable around apex predators. And that's why he's been so successful around them. And I think that I was successful around them because Manny gave me that sense of comfort. Yeah. We were very comfortable in there. Almost too comfortable. <laughs> were I mean sharks, venomous snakes, alligators, uh, everything. I mean, we had you in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico, a bunch of sharks attacking you on a surfboard. That was another magnificent, good bad ideas. That's what I call them. Yeah. These are all good ideas and bad ideas at the same time. That was you when know, like a huge shark showed up, right? The dusky shark yeah. showed dusky. up. Dusky. Oh wow, giant dusky. That's the first time I'd ever seen duskies. And man, they showed up, and I'm, I mean, their bite mark, their bites are like thirty pounds of meat in one one bite. Jesus. They got a mouth on them, enormous like that. How how did you uh, get bit by the rattlesnake to lose your finger? Well, again, another of those good ideas. <laughs> I mean, I pick up a rattlesnake without using any kind of equipment whatsoever. Just bare hands, go in there and pick them up, like I did. <laughs> you, know, uh, you saw wait, me wait, do wait. it before. Yeah, you do it and, all the time. Uh, you just you just put it on your, on the back of its head, on the top of its head. The cookie, yeah. Yeah, you but... The cookie? Yeah, that was another bad idea. It was great, <laughs> but it was another bad idea. I mean, that rattlesnake bites you, somebody's going to die or miss a big part. Okay, there's no way. There's no way when a big diamondback bites you, you don't come out of that clean. There's just no way. Yeah, Something you, you came out of it... You came out of so, it with the perma shocker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fuck yeah, dude. That's real. So, yeah, what happens, you go in there, okay, this is another one of the many, many rattlesnakes. Pet them on top of the head and go for a grab. I was off a half inch when I did the, the grab. That thing made a half a turn, sunk both fangs in the finger. I said, my brain already knew you have a serious, serious problem right now. I was, I was like free to tell everybody, you know, like, okay, the trip is ruined. I picked it up, I looked at the producer, it got me. 
And he goes, you gotta be kidding. No, I'm holding it. And I said, no, I'm bit. And everybody's just like froze. Okay, just run to the hospital. And then that was it, you know. And I That's was like, uh, I was praying. I thought uh, I'm gonna make it. I mean, my arm was swelling. I was swelling like a balloon at a high rate. I knew I knew I had gotten a lot, a lot of venom in me. So, you know, it's uh, kind of like, you know, it's not a good idea to pick up rattlesnake after rattlesnake after rattlesnake. If you do it once, don't do it again. You know? What was what was worse, the, the rattlesnake experience or the COVID experience? Man, bitten by a rattlesnake or badly hospitalized with COVID. Those are two bad situations. But you know what else is a really bad situation? Having to take a dump without my Hello Tushy bidet. Might not sound that serious, but it is. I hate pooping without it. I mean, I have a shower and a toilet in my RV, but it doesn't have a tushy bidet, and that drives me crazy. What is it? It's the most amazing device that you easily mount onto your toilet. When you get done with a big sloppy crap, you just twist that dial, and it blasts this refreshing stream of water onto your butthole. It's like pressure cleaning your pooper and i'm telling you it leaves you so fresh so satisfied and you're saving the environment because you're not using so much toilet paper and i'm telling you i'd like the whole time i've been living out of my rv i have not pooped i've got to get home and use my tushy bidet and i want you to try one too go to hellotushy.com slash devo that's going to get you 10 percent off of this order and free shipping. Plus, you'll be supporting the podcast and your butthole is going to be so happy. I promise you. It's actually my favorite product that I've ever been introduced to by this podcast and I want you to try it. So go to hellotushy.com slash stevo and that gets you 10% off your order plus free shipping. Now, I'm going to drive this RV home, take a dump, wash my butthole, and bone my girl. And you are going to listen to this awesome story about rattlesnakes and COVID. Um, I know you I got think, COVID really bad. Yeah, I did. Huh? I did got COVID. What happened with the COVID, it wasn't so much a COVID. Since I'm like 67 years old now, I got a prostate about that big. <laughs> <laughs> so the COVID cut that inflamed. And next thing you know, I wasn't going enough. And I had a horrible kidney pains. And it was from not being able to go. And I also was getting dehydration in my kidneys and all that. So that's where if I didn't have a prostate problem, my COVID would not have been that bad. But COVID is very unpredictable. I mean, the best thing to do is when you catch it, you build a defense. It's like, Steve-O, uh, to me, you, you look like you're immune to every disease that's in the planet. <laughs> you know, there's, everybody's worried about COVID epidemic. He's got a thousand people hugging him every couple hours. Okay? <laughs> Thousands of people all around him. And he's smiling and everything. I go, you know, this guy's not going to, you know, he'll eat COVID for breakfast, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> steve was like, yeah, in this building, COVID, as you can see, COVID does not exist in here. They're not allowed. <laughs> Yeah. So oh, that was awesome. So, so because COVID was particularly bad because of the prostate situation, did that does that mean that the COVID was worse than the rattlesnake? They were both. Uh, once I got a catheter in me, a tube, the the pain went away. The rattlesnake pain lasted for months and months, uh, and it was never ending. A constant pain that just would not go away. It is. I mean, it took me forever. My hand, I couldn't pick up a cup of coffee. It would just drop like that. It was so weak. Wow. So devastated. 
you know, who knows what it did to me. What are you supposed to do after you get bit by a rattlesnake? Like, what's the, what's going through your head? Are you do you, okay? Relax, remain calm. Don't get well, your so, blood pressure. Yeah. I was very calm, very relaxed, like usual. You know, I told him to relax. Yeah, I was very relaxed, laid back like this, and go to the hospital. Don't go see a witch doctor or anything like that. <laughs> go to the Don't hospital. Go see a homeopathic okay? doctor. The people know what they're doing and get that anti venom in you as quick as possible. They were taking their time, and I was like, dude. This is a big rattlesnake. I need about 50 gallons of anti-venom in me, like, right now. <laughs> I was telling him in the hospital. Damn. Yeah, and is it is it that day that your finger gets amputated, or is it, like, weeks later, they're like, oh, we got to just take it? It was a month. A month. Wow. About a month later, uh, my brother-in-law came in the house and saw me t- taking pieces of meat off the finger, and he looked at that, dude, that is horrible. You need to go to the doctor right now. When the doctor saw it, he goes, you ain't going home. You need to go to the, you need to lay in that bed right now. And you need to get that finger cut off. Okay, how about can you cut it off right now so we can get it over with? You know, and then uh, and that was it. And then they told me, well, you can make it look pretty. No, no, I just want to be able to keep as much in my hand as possible. So he cut it here and then took the skin back here and ripped it around. To this day, it feels like a finger still there. It's not. It's really uh, it is, dude, it, it feels like it's made out of rubber. It it's looks not cool. It doesn't have the, you know. I got gored by a boar here, and I got a missing <laughs> tendon here, too. So this hand ain't well either. How many animals have you been bitten by? Uh, let me see. Four different types of shark, uh, two types of rattlesnake, pygmy and western diamondback, and uh, alligator once in the back, and wild boar <laughs> right here in the leg. You got my leg. I got a hole in my leg and a hole here. The wild boar, the blood was coming out like this. So, <sighs> yeah, yeah, wild boar is another bad animal to mess with. You know what I mean? It really, they're smart, and they will mess you up. You get the right boar, it will put you in the hospital. If not kill you. Jeez. How many animals have you been bitten by, Steve? We used to keep a list of uh, of animals that, but our list wasn't as good. Manny only. Manny's list has higher standards than ours. <laughs> but uh, I, I've... I keep I keep lists of movies I've seen in different countries. <laughs> you guys keep track of animals that have bitten you in different countries. You know, but before we continue any further, Manny, I want you to tell everybody about the the great tridents and spears and, and all of the jewelry and the t-shirts and all this great stuff yeah. that you make. Definitely. Okay, let's try Here's a trident. A trident, if anybody's just listening only. It's uh, the great thing that Aquaman uses, where it's like a big spear, but it's got three tips. And uh, and you actually use these to, to hunt, right? And- yeah, to catch fish, hunt, whatever you want to get with it. It's mostly an aquatic weapon. It was designed in ancient times to catch fish. Uh, the Roman gladiators used them on each other. And it goes into, you know, the legendaries like, you know, Poseidon and all that had it and different things like that. But it is uh, it's a beautiful uh, weapon for fishing. The only people that ever used them on each other were Roman gladiators, which is a bad idea. You know, you don't want to get stuck with this thing, but it's historical, you know. I bought one of these from you, and I have it on the wall in my house, and I'm so proud of it. Plus, it's insane how sharp you make it. Like, yeah, uh, yours is, is thicker and heavier than this one. Yeah. Yours is what we call the large massive one. This is the most common one I move. This is the fishing trident. It's a half-inch thick stainless steel plating. Yours is three-quarters. Yeah, you can really plating. throw that. You, you, can, you can really throw that oh, yeah, at yeah. fish. You, you can throw this at fish and catch fish with it. All day long. How many in stock uh, do you have? Here in the woods, you can catch fish with this. You can survive. It's yeah. a nice thing to have. How, how many also, do you have in stock, Manny? I usually make them to order. Sometimes I have. I got the boat show coming up, so I'm going to try to have a few in stock. 
I also have here, this is a, a medieval poleaxe. This is a medieval knight's use this thing uh, to fight in the battlefield. This is an axe <laughs> and one spear and also a spear. So this is like, I hand make all of these. This is out of three quarters. Uh, this, yeah, you can help with a trident. It's got more uses. But if you like medieval stuff, you know, and you want to go back in time, you know, and play these kind of things, these are very dangerous. So be careful and, playing and with them. Where, do, where do people get these? If they want to, if they want to contact so you me, or my Instagram, Manny Puig on Instagram. All right, and yeah. so so people, so, so there's no website. They go to Manny Puig yeah, on Instagram. I, I am gonna have a website, but you know, knowing me, I don't have it up yet. <laughs> I'm helping me over that, but it's, right now it's just all Instagram. And I have, uh, I got uh, also make medieval knives like this one here, a stiletto, oh, and sick. also put people's names on them. You know, engrave them. You know, they want their their stuff. I can put the names. I got all kinds of knives. I got, I got. I make fish hooks. See, there's name on it. I put I people's names, tarp fish fish names on them, tarpon fish hooks. I got stuff like that, and I got t-shirt. This one. And yeah, I, got I, I don't know how I don't have one of those t-shirts right there. Yeah, the what about them? I got I got to have one of those t-shirts that you're wearing. I'm definitely gonna get you one, Steve. No problem. And here, this is a wild boar. I got a fish skeleton. This is a wild boar. Since I, you know. And did you do all the artwork for that? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. And Man, Manny does all I the artwork. Coming. I got uh, I got sharks. I don't have any more. Right now, and I got a large amount of bass for people who want to go bass fishing. <laughs> That's yeah, nice. Their, uh, fish in North America. So we'll so send everybody people. to your Instagram. Everybody yeah, go, go look it up. Uh, easy to find on there. Go on my Instagram. And I'll personally make sure you get everything. Morgan, where's Morgan? Morgan, uh, my fiance, she'll send out the stuff. We take a picture of the tracking number. Make sure you get your stuff. We take care of everybody. Ah, we love and that, When I get man. my webpage, I'll put it up. Because and sometimes when I'm busy, I can't keep up with it. I think Instagram is great, and I think uh, I, I would love it for everybody to support you, Manny. I, I really think. Uh, uh, I think it's a great idea. I'm glad you like that idea too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that trident you have, Steve, is sick. How, how, cool how much does that fun. trident go for? Uh, this one right now, if you're local, six fifty. For shipping, is seven hundred for a fishing trident. If you're yeah, local, but what about if you're living? Uh, you said seven hundred if you're not local. Six fifty if you're what? local, and then seven hundred. Can you put me down for? for can you put me down for one of those tridents? For the shipping, the shipping is a hassle. Ah, uh, we, we've made a sale, Manny. Can, can, Scott wants a trident. Can you put me down for one of those tridents? I'll, I'll, I'll message Definitely. you. Oh, no problem. I'll put your name on it. I, I love it. Engrave it. I make it by hand. It'll all be done. And uh, t-shirts are thirty-five. Put me uh, down for one of those too. No problem. <laughs> stiletto like this is four hundred. Now the regular knives I make with all the fish decorations on them, those are two fifty. I yeah. make those. Ne a hook necklace with your name on it is a uh, hundred bucks. I'll engrave your name or your girlfriend's name, whatever you want on it. It's stainless steel. Yeah, put Paul for that one of those two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a hook. Scott will take one of each, and I'll take. Uh... Yeah, I'll take a trident and a t-shirt. I'd love a trident too, man. Yeah, that's two. We got two sales yeah. already. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you should sell a shirt with like your hand on it, like Jerry Garcia. You yeah. know, like yeah. Yeah, yeah. I might. I mean, I, I'm always put something like an animal on there. I have very animal oriented. You know, I am. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, dangerous wild animals, especially you all know, the Batman. animals that bit you. That would be sick. I'm sure there's uh, every animal that bit Manny yeah. with his <laughs> hand in the middle. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And the rattlesnake. Uh, the four kind. Yeah, lemon shark. He's gonna say something shark. cool real quick. Well, um, I, I wanted oh, to. Said, hey, Manny. With, with, with your with your fiance, do you go to the the titty bar? No, no, dude. I haven't been to a titty bar since I got a fiance. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when not I was allowed, dude. Good not allowed. Yeah, I, I remember when when uh, and 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 this is not disrespectful to your fiance. This is many years ago, like like twenty years ago, when I moved to L.A. Manny was in L.A. all the time. And, uh, and and we would go to this this uh, titty bar called Crazy Girls, and uh, and Manny Manny has this way of saying things where he's not trying to be funny. He's just super, just like matter of fact. And and I thought it was so great. Manny said, "I go to the titty bar like six or seven nights a week." I <laughs> <laughs> well, the office. Steve will go. We go out at night, and Steve will go. Manny, meet me at Crazy Girls. And the, when you go in there, the girls be fighting over Steve. <laughs> oh, I don't know about all that. <laughs> a couple of actual fights out there, you know. I, I did. I did call that. Uh, I did call crazy girls my office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then we go down to the strip and everything, you know. Back as when I was living in L.A., you know. Did you ever stop by Steve O's rat apartment? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. I stopped by that insane place, man. You have any... place... No, no. It was. I don't think any human being could live there. It was unlivable. <laughs> The place was like, I mean, skateboards, things being smashed, beer cans. There. I mean, it was just a disaster beyond. You could, I don't think any human being could live it. I'd never seen anything like it. Manny would rather be in, like, darky alligator waters than that apartment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's less bacteria and stuff in that alligator water. <laughs> so, that's so great, well, man. Do you, have, do you have any cool stories of going to the apartment? Do you remember anything? I just remember every time I go in there, you know, they broke this, they broke that. And then, uh, I, you know, I, I was thinking, what are the, you know, they're going to, the, the, when the owners of the place, they see the place, you know, <laughs> I was thinking, what's going to happen here? Another time we went over, there was a party in Steve's house, another place, and they're watching um, the the skateboarder. Danny Way. Yeah, yeah, that, Danny Way, whatever. And, and then uh, and the next door neighbors are coming over and complaining about all the noise. And Steve goes, look, just... I don't want to hear any complaint coming in TV. Look, Danny Wade is on or Variety, uh, <laughs> whatever. What's his name? The other one. They're on. He goes, just come in and watch a show. Next thing he knows, I'm getting out of here. The cops are coming over. <laughs> All the noise. The neighbors call the cops. People always had back then, it was like noise, music on, loud all night long, TV, crowds. It was just like, you know. A human being couldn't keep up with that, you know. We were, it was a, it was crazy days, definitely. Definitely, so definitely crazy. I don't know what was crazier, the 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 at work or at home. <laughs> it, it was all no, crazy all the time. You brought people work home understand. a lot. People, how are these guys, dude? They're on camera and off camera. Back in the day, there's just no difference whether the camera's rolling or not. All kinds of crazy things were happening 24/7. Nobody was safe. You better lock your door at night, or you don't know what's going to happen to you. you know, yeah, it was very, very unsafe traveling with a with a jackass group. I mean, you know, somebody might take a dump in your pillow or something like that in the middle of the night. You had no idea what's going to happen. So yeah, you know. uh, Manny, do you remember when we went to Alaska on that trip where we were swimming with the killer whales and uh, and and we. We made this was this was one of the, I couldn't believe we got this on TV. We took a uh, a female. 
um, salmon, a big salmon fish. And, and by, by running the finger down like the, the middle of the bottom of the salmon, they were able to push all of the salmon eggs out of the salmon and into my mouth. So they, I remember filled, that. they filled my they, they filled my mouth with uh, just, just jamming their finger down and all the eggs fly into my mouth. And then they grab a male salmon and they do the same thing with the male salmon and they run their fingers down and and it was just salmon bukkake. <laughs> they, 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 there was so much semen came out of this salmon and just sprayed my whole face and filled my mouth with with fish cum. yeah yeah but these salmon had also been dead out of the water after they died longer <laughs> oh. wash up on the bank they weren't they weren't they were like half rotten you know what i mean they stunk they were already <laughs> yeah. i mean you couldn't have they paid lived in steve's apartment <laughs> even if it was cooked the salmon's cooked i wouldn't eat it no way no way would i eat one of those salmons i found on the bank of that river laying out there like that I don't even remember. Yeah, Steve, no, no, Steve was there. Everybody, I remember everybody was was cracking, cracking up, man. But he goes, "I'm gonna save and incubate these salmon eggs." <laughs> so, baby salmon back in the water. Yeah. Jesus, did you spit or swallow, Steve? <laughs> yeah, good I'm, question. I'm reasonably sure that I was a spitter that day. <laughs> Manny, do you have any special memories from the Wild Boys that stand out to you? My favorite stuff was the Wild Boys, uh, stuff like all was the wildlife. You know, swimming with the alligators, daytime and nighttime, uh, swimming with the sharks, and also the killer whales and the bears in Alaska. Swimming with the bear, getting in the water. I had never got face to face with a grizzly. Always wanted to, and of course, I took advantage of the water. I got into the water, and the grizzly came up at me. We told the people out there that game and fish, and we were studying bears. They didn't know what we were. We say, no, we're just, you know, like biologists or something. We're just studying the bears. I got in the water and they say, no, we're just trying to confront the bears and get a, get a situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. And an encounter. Um, encounter. Yeah, and, that and, was a, uh, some of my favorite stuff. There's so much of it, though. You know, the snakes were fun. A lot of funny stuff, too, man. Right. A lot of, all the stuff was, it wasn't all animals. A lot of stuff was just like, <clears> incredible. Incredibly funny. Yeah, is there I, anything on that never made the, the? I think what was special was when we would actually find animals in the wild in their nature, natural habitat. Because yeah, like the grizzly bears, for example. Right. So much of it was like, okay, we're gonna pretend we're in California. We're gonna pr- pretend we're in Africa, but we're actually in in California. You know, and and like, or maybe we are legitimately in some other country, but. We're gonna we're gonna set up this shoot right here, and they're gonna bring an animal in a cage, and then let it out of the cage, like sort of makes it make it appear as if we discovered the animal in in nature when really we didn't. There was a lot of just filming yeah, at zoos. Yeah, they're so and, nice. Remember that bear that both you and uh, Chris got inside the sleeping bag, and yeah, the bear went bear, and, bear bit and bit, bit uh, Chris in the butt. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Chris had a. a a black bear on his list of the, on his bite list. He's a pretty good one. But it's but, a hot but item. That's, that's a dangerous. A, a black bear will go crazy on you yeah. at any moment and rip your head off at any second. You get between him and his food. Yeah, that that was the toughest thing for me is that we spent so much time in zoos and they had all these like transporting animals to come and pretend as if they were in the wild when they weren't. Like I I, I didn't I didn't really like that, but like Manny said, man, when we when we found the grizzly bears in the wild, you know, and the the killer, but everything that we found in the wild, like we found the fucking silverback gorillas in Rwanda. I mean, unbelievable. Those what was the, that experience like? 
that was. I wasn't that, there, but that was in a while. Yeah, that doesn't even rip your head off. You know? Dude, we, we, we had we had the fucking the the silverback gorilla babies in between us and the fucking uh, and, and and the adults. How big are if, they? If, if we were in between the babies and the adults, that then we would be so dead. They're that, huge. Like, yeah, that that was that was probably the most incredible thing that, that we. A gorilla had. could pull it on your arm and it'll come off. Okay, he can rip your arm right off one one yeah. one. And, and, that thing is incredibly far flammable. There's no question about it. What was so cool about about any time that we shot with Manny? You know how uh, how like Jackass and Wild Boys? It would say these stunts are performed under the supervision of professionals, right? Like Manny counted as a professional. So as long as we had Manny with us, no matter what the fuck idea we come up with, we're allowed to do it because it's under the supervision of Manny, who's the professional. What's your profession? My profession is, uh, you know, I, I self-educated. I have a degree. My profession is I just have a reputation. That I, have a I don't have any of that stuff. My reputation is I'm going to put you in the most dangerous situation possible and try to make somehow make it alive out of it. That's, that's what I'm going to do. The right. worst situation I can put you with a wild animal. That's that was the whole idea. And then you know, hopefully everything will come out good. You know, and nobody gets you know too hurt or something like that. Wow. Right. Like, like when, when when Manny, like the first day we ever filmed with Manny and, and Knoxville says, okay, I want to get bit by a rattlesnake. And Manny says, no, that's not, you know. Like when Manny says it's not okay, like he did it's with not Knox, okay. it's not fucking okay. You, and if Manny says it is okay, that doesn't mean it's fucking okay. <laughs> <laughs> what else wasn't okay? Yeah, did he ever tell you not to do anything? Um, I don't think I was ever, I, I mean, I would always listen to Manny. If Manny said, no, don't do that. Um, but yeah, what, what, were there any other things? I mean, it's always going to be Knoxville. Were you, were you there when they let the like the lioness uh, for the Nintendo commercial? Were you, were, I don't know. Were, were you there when no, the, the lion climbed I, the when tree? When the got on top of Steve-O in a tree? Yeah. I could have killed Steve-O. A hundred percent. Holy Claude, any, any reaction, it'll go like this, and it'll go, go, carve them up like there's no tomorrow. The, the, the uh, Those lions are extremely, extremely dangerous. So one lion expert says... When you don't put me in with a bottle raised lion, bottle fed, he says, Give me a wild lion. He goes, The one that'll kill you is a bottle raised lion because he's at one point he loses total fear of you. And if he turns on you, he'll, he'll they have a dominance thing, the animals do. So just like it happened to that Sigmund Freud guy, the, the, yeah, the Sigmund Freud guy. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah, the line was a Freudian <laughs> slip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, they Freud. <laughs> I read an article on them. They knew that every minute they were around them all day long, they were, you know, it's a dangerous animal. There's no such thing yeah. as uh, a safe uh, pet. One guy, I remember, I think this girlfriend stepped on a lion's tail. The lion bit her in the leg and she had to go straight to the hospital. Yeah. You know, it, that got happened. Well, but yeah, I mean, that's what the show is about. It's that funny comedy and extreme danger and funny and gross all at one yeah. time. And he gets it. I have, a, I have a question that I really want to ask. I'm scared to ask it. But um, are Eastern Diamondback rattlesnakes more deadly than Western Diamondback rattlesnakes? I Some people told me yes. Some people told me that Western's more likely to bite you. I've heard back and forth. All I know is they're very closely related. They both got that hemotoxin, some neurotoxin poison in them, and either one will kill you. Some somebody told me the eastern may be a little more toxic, but both of them will kill you. I mean, will okay. devastate you. 
Okay, so they're, they're really, it's it's a worse. It's a, well, the, the you know which is really bad that little rattlesnake in California, Southern Pacific, that we remember we played around with. That thing bites you. You'll be bleeding out of your eyes and out of your ears and out of your nose. It dissolves your brain. That thing is probably one of the most deadliest snakes in the world. The the one you find around L.A. That rattlesnake out there. That, that, so really? they, they're everywhere in fucking L.A. They're, they're fucking everywhere. Yeah. And the more that you don't like, want to get bit by that thing, it, you will go into convulsions. That thing is horrific, horrific snake to get bit by. Believe was that, they was that the snake they that you had on your TikTok? Maybe? Yeah, I mean, I don't fucking know, but but I did know there's rattlesnakes all over the place. And the more that California gets like super dry, like which it is, it, like they, they, they come more into the, where the people are to find water. So like, do you see you see rattlesnakes more and more often? And like, I, I honestly, personally don't even fucking give a fuck if, like it's i only care about wendy my dog wendy so it, my, yeah, my question is uh, if you see him running in your yard just smash him i'm not gonna <laughs> do that either but um but what uh what can i do for my dog wendy like, no, no they, they could kill your dog very fast they have okay. rattlesnake courses uh, yeah they do training where like if they hear the shake get, they're like yeah, I'll get rid of that rattlesnake if you, you kill, catch it throw it away get rid of them off your property anywhere near your dog do not I mean, your dog is a thousand times more important than those reptiles. So the heck with those rattlesnakes. You know, when it comes to I got, I got know, my trident. Human yeah, safety, there you go. Three at once. Listen, yeah, nature takes second place when it comes to family, uh, your pet, and everything. No way, no way. I, I'm not. Don't take any chances with those things. You know, therefore, way out in the wilderness, you want to take your chances with them, play with them. That's fine. But no, no, no. That's Dude, by I, way, the sharks in Florida right now are thick. They're a lot more. Remember, I had to wait all day long to get them to come in. They're they come in a lot quicker now. The from sharks. What I hear from all the yeah, there's a lot more shark now than ever had. <laughs> what do you think that? What do you think that's because? They there's no more heavy duty commercial fishing for sharks like there used to be. Oh. So they, you know, of course, they they were pounded, they were overfished. Now they're underfished, so the population has grown. You know. Oh mm. uh, man, they were very, scarce. Let's put it this way. Here's a crazy question: Did you see our jackass Shark Week where poopies got bitten? I heard about it. I didn't see it, but I heard. What was he jumped into with a water ski into? Oh, uh, it was so bad. It was fucking awful. It was absolutely fucking awful, man. What it was was, the idea was. To jump at the shark. Remember, like, Happy Days back in, uh, you know, whenever, and they said, oh, that Happy Days, the TV show, they had gone for so long, and they ran out of ideas, and then all of a sudden they had the Fonzie. Fonz is, is jumping over the shark, and then now that it became a saying, like, oh, that TV show, like, went for too long, and it jumped the shark. So it was a funny joke. They put a, a, a water ski ramp in the ocean, and the idea, and, and, and Poopies is dressed up like the Fonz with the leather jacket, and he's, yeah, cool, I'm, I'm the Fonz. He's going he's gonna to jump off the, the water ski ramp and land where all the sharks are because we're throwing all the meat. We're throwing all the meat right in the landing area. And these are Caribbean reef sharks. They were fucking climbing all over each other to eat. I, I saw a leaf. I saw a fucking leaf land on the water, and it got swarmed. <laughs> they were so aggressive. No, I, I could have told you that was going to happen. I got bitten in the leg by a Caribbean reef shark in a feeding frenzy. They're really bad. And uh, what happened is when they go in a frenzy, <laughs> they attack and bite everything and go crazy. They will yeah. eat you alive. They will eat you alive. 
I mean, it was it was it was, it was insane, man. It was insane. Like we and and we were losing light, so it was dusk, which is the worst time to to do something like this. They're gonna attack way more at dusk, and where the where, like where we were throwing all the all the chum, throwing all these pieces of meat right where. Uh, in, in front of the jump, where, where he's gonna land. So every time something lands on that water, it's food, and it's it's food that they fed. So we're conditioning them. I could have told bite you. I could have told you that that was gonna happen. I could have told you it was gonna happen. You know, I have a, a a rule around sharks: try to stay up current of the blood. Whoever's down current is the one who's gonna get bit. He but he landed right, right in the middle. They were biting everything and landing in. So when he landed, it's just another sack of food landing in the water form. So here we go, guys. I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember they're on one fire. time. They're on fire. You I, I gotta fill the bellies to make them leave. Oh my god! So it was it was so bad, man. And I, I wish we had we would have had you there. We we, we could have prevent if we had you. Then that I bet that wouldn't have happened. For sure. Yeah. You know, you want to get the action that you wanted. I mean, I don't know if you wanted the action and, that bad. That's pretty bad. And is he when, okay now? Is, is he a permanent I mean, damage? It, it's, it's, it's coming back slowly. It's been four months, and, and he's the only, he still can't surf, and all he cares about in the world is surfing. And, and you know, it, it happened to Poopies, but, it, but it, it, it's shocking that it didn't happen to me because we had an idea for me with the dunk tank and you throw the meat at the at the target and then when the meat hits the target the, the chair drops you into the ocean underneath you know so you're throwing all the meat it's a feeding frenzy and then finally the meat hits the target and it drops the the seat so it was the same exact fucking thing that would have happened to me i mean i i could you can get somebody put food <laughs> in the hand and blindfold them and the shark will take them out of the hand do something scary like that that's a that's a, a good stunt, but but that is almost like a sure you know you're asking for especially when, with a Korean reef shark's frenzied. If you've done it when they're not frenzied, then yeah, yeah they'll, they'll run. When you hit the water, they'll run away from you. But not when they're when it's on fire like that. Yeah, if you, normally you, sharks when they're not frenzied, they're scared of everybody and everything because they want to survive. They're afraid of each other. It, nobody wants to get hurt out there. They want to kill and not be killed. So that's what happened. But when they're like that, the 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 hunger. And the ferocity overrides all their fear and everything else. They just go ballistic. They climb all over each other. They bite each other. They just God, they bite. They 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 bite first and ask questions later. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's what. When I got bit in the leg, same thing was happening. It was a ball of sharks all biting everything inside. It was a madhouse in there, and I went into the madhouse and I got bit in the leg. That's how that happened. It's like what Pontius said. You give him an inch, they'll take a mile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm really sorry that he, that guy's uh, the surface hurt like that, man. And now it's hope, it, it's, it's a bummer. He, he, he gets well paid for that. You know what I mean? Something. I I, I don't even know, man. I, I don't I don't even know what that situation is. But but I think it'll come back. It's coming back slowly, but I think it'll come back. And and, and is it it, his, it, his foot or his hand? What's messed it's up? His, it's his hand. Right on the hand. It's his. Uh, he's right-handed, well, but it's his left hand. Yeah. Well, Bethany Hamilton is still uh, surfing after being her arm bit off by a tiger shark in Hawaii. And she's surfing. In circles. <laughs> she's paddling. Uh, I, seen, I, I, I know she still surfs, but it's just hard to do it. I mean, it ain't just that she lost the whole arm to here. I know, it's to just, a tiger. Yeah, tiger. Listen, sharks are no joke. They're, they're not misunderstood or anything. No, these are deadly creatures that live in the ocean, and they kill for a living, okay? Including things that live on land and things that live in the ocean. No, we're not in their food. Yeah, no, you, we are part of the food supply. If you're in the water, <laughs> you are. As you can see right there, there's no such thing as uh, no. They they eat what's in the water and, and what falls in the water. Okay, don't don't go there. 
Yeah. Uh, nothing misunderstood about that. <laughs> That's a Be- deadly pre- Besides the rattlesnake, did you ever think you're in a situation where you're like, all right, this is it, I'm done? Uh, sure. I mean, when I got credit by Wild Boar, I don't know if he's going to give me some hallucinous infection that's going to kill you about three days later. Mm. He's got all these diseases. And also the blood, he got an artery. I had to hold it like this. I was bleeding out like there's no tomorrow. Trying to stop the, it finally coagulated and stopped. But you're bleeding out and I'm thinking, okay, I need to go to clinic and get antibiotics or the next day I took antibiotics. Everything. I never got an infection. But yeah, when the alligator bit me in the back, that's another thing. You get bit by an alligator and get an infection. But he just put 12 scratches on my back. If he would have had my, got, got a hold of my arm, he would have tore it off. He got me in a bad angle. So he bit the wetsuit and slid the wetsuit oh. away from me. So he put like 12 scratches on my back and a bruise here. So he wasn't able to get a good, you know, more like this, that type of bite. Gotcha. Did you able see, to get a good grip on it. Did you see recently, I'm not sure where it was, but it was some uh, alligator handler. Like uh, was 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 bitten and and the, the, the alligator girl. got her yeah the girl and the alligator got her hand and one of the tourists like jumped on the alligator and saved her and it was rolling like what, what, what do you think when you see that kept her hand and she kept her hand and she's very very fortunate that I've kept her hand because once he bites he does this the hand comes off yeah. what happened she went under she wasn't careful enough to get the hand way underneath here yeah you know that's my specialty always going under I never got bit by an alligator in a confrontation. You keep that hand low and make sure. But if you're not paying attention, it goes in, go get it. You got to put it here. I took a guy diving one time, and he's swimming on the surface like this. mask was all fucked up. I picked up an alligator up. And the alligator was out his mouth open. I was underneath him. And I go, no! In the water, like I swam in and put his hand right in the alligator's mouth. Kaboom! And the guy, ping, 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 ping. But a bunch of, like, look like bullet holes all in the hand. That's the only guy I ever took out there that got bit by an alligator. Wow. Yeah. First day out, first day bit. Yeah, but why didn't the why didn't the crocs go after you like or the alligators on the on when you're climbing the rope with like they just went after the meat? Why wouldn't they just? Because I think they, 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 was they there. there was yeah, Manny was there. <laughs> I think what what it was was that those crocodiles are captive. They were fed chicken like constantly. Like they're used to the chicken. Mm. Like they, so when you present them with chicken, that's what they want. That's what they're gonna go for. If you give them a chicken and then you take your chicken away, put your hand, he'll take your hand. But the the chicken being the closest to him. My calculation was that we're going to grab the chicken and miss Steve's butt. That's one of the funniest yeah. fucking things Manny ever said. He says, and it's in the movie. He says, if an alligator gets a hold of Steve-O, Steve-O will relax. And hopefully the alligator will release him. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Like that guy, when he got bit in the hand, I knew it was under. I said, I just backed away from the alligator. And I was hoping the alligator, and the alligator released and swam back into the bottom of the Alligator bites you, man. He says, "Relax, (laughs) relax and pray." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless you're getting eaten alive, you know, it's a different thing. But normally, if you're messing with an alligator and he bites you and he has an escape route, he may let you go. If you got a good grip on him and you got him on land or something like that, but if he's got deep water to let go, he may let go and take off into deep water. If not, he may never let you go. Damn. Where does it come from? He has no rules. He does what he wants. Yeah. Where you're like. your fearlessness or at least comfort comfortability around these animals, where does that come from? Do you grow up like just messing around with animals and climbing through swamps and stuff? It's a gift of God that I got when I was a little boy. I asked him for that. He gave me the gift to interact with all kinds of predators. That's where it comes from. Wow. Who, who wins in a street fight? You, Crocodile Dundee, or Steve Irwin? Dude, 
uh, I really don't want to get in a street fight with anybody. You know, I'm messing with all that. But I mean, there's no, it's not a good idea. I mean, you know, I don't, you know, but, I mean, those guys are cool. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to hurt me. I don't want to hurt them. But you know, a street fight. Uh, I don't know. They would want to get in a street fight anyway. So, but Dundee's got that big knife. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah Dundee, I got some too. He's got to try it. He's got a big knife. I got to try it. You know. All right, so you you would take him, I think. So so what uh what are you spending your time doing these days mostly? Are you still filming with the Outdoor Channel? No, no, I haven't done. Uh, somebody bought the network and they ended the shows. I did five years with them. Yeah. I, I was getting pulled on the Outdoor Channel. It's probably a good thing that it ended. You're, I mean, you're I was getting, getting five years, five year. Oh yeah, you're getting. Yeah, okay. Basically, I would go in the woods and do whatever. What are we going to do? Let me see what we find today. Uh, producer, no, like, what's up? No, there's no plan. Let's go out there and see what happens, and then we'll build a story around whatever happens. That was That's my great. idea. We'll just we'll make a show out of anything. Yeah. Let's just, uh, yeah, no, mostly my artwork. I'm fixing it. I went diving not too long ago. I need to get back in condition and start doing some more uh, diving. Uh, I want to get back into doing some hand fishing. And I do uh, try to catch different types of fish by hand. I like to primitive fishing. I want to get into that. Uh, yeah, I just want to get more work and back into diving. And but more work is good. I, I like it. It's worked out for me. I don't want to go one more shark dive and make it the last one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you end up being retired instead of you retiring from it. You right. know, one wrong move out there, one can end it for you. Yeah, I'm done. I mean, sharp good idea and it's good pay. I may do something, but yeah. you know, I've done so much of it, so right. so much. It's just a repeat of a repeat of the same. You know, it's just going out there and you know playing Russian roulette every day. You know, and and your fiance Morgan, she uh, does Morgan. music. So, so you spend a lot of time with her doing her shows. Uh, well, she does music, Morgan. Morgan. The main man is trying to show off his. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's okay, man. We. Uh... But she's a singer. She... Yeah, yeah. She plays piano and all that stuff. Nice. Yeah. She uh she play she does some singing, backup singing, but she's a very good keyboardist. She plays with some really good bands in Florida, and yeah, she's busy next month, October. She's booked up a lot of piano gigs and everything. Uh, she's got a good presence and she's terrific on the piano and keyboard. Great, super cool, man. How do we? How do people find uh, her her schedule? Morgan, yeah, come over here. I've been calling you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, sit down. What's going on? Just sit down over here. Where, where, so I, I'm asking yeah, about Morgan. Finally, showed us you disappeared. Yeah, I was telling him about your keyboard and your uh, piano and all the stuff. She's been playing since the age of five. Uh, and uh, she's got plenty of performances coming up here in Florida in October. How do people <clears> find <throat> your uh, performance schedule? I got to get my calendar. Let me get, you want to know my, my performance schedule? Well, some of them, they're all mostly, uh, they're country clubs, they're private. Ah, uh, gotcha, okay. You know, like the bar, everybody comes into it. These yeah, are but special, let me see if I have some public ones. Hold special on. guests. Maybe we that. can put that in the in the video description or uh, in there. Yeah, link to some kind of a schedule. Yeah. How, how'd you meet? That. How'd you meet her, Manny? I was in a club one night and she was playing uh, the keyboard. Over a little hoolies. 
Yeah, and uh, little Hoolies, and then I had a. I was talking to her and everything, and I said, "Man, you know, just a good-looking girl and all that." So, and I had some pictures in in my car. I brought out some photographs of some of the stuff of me and the alligators. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we went out to dinner in a uh, India restaurant, and then she it's had some friends with her. Friends. They were all hippies. Yeah, so I came all up babies. outside and I, I had my spears. I was showing them the hippie the spears I make right outside the restaurant, and then I took her to swim with the alligators. Ah, uh, that's that's what it is. There was a ten foot alligator, and she was very comfortable. You know, you know the, the false sense of security, like you get. <laughs> and, uh, there's a ten foot alligator that went inside underneath the culvert. It went under a trail, and I told her to pull the alligator's tail. She pulled the alligator's tail. The alligator turned around and came to the face. So I got okay. Now it's time to back up. <laughs> I told her it's a big ten foot of big white head came up there like that. You know? I just wow. burned this hot chick. Oh, I tried to feed her to an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> Hell of a now, second you know, day. Our hands are valuable for piano. I don't want her to get bit by a ra- uh, alligator, rattlesnake, anything. I don't want anything to happen to Morgan. Okay, simple as that. Good. So you know, the old alligator was, trick, Manny. Way to go. go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Manny, thank you so much for for doing this. Uh, you know, everybody's been begging for it for you, and and I love you so much. You're you're really like family to me, and I love that we got to see each other recently. And you know, whenever I come to Florida, I love to reach out to you and. It's just good that we that we have this relationship that we, we've kept in touch for. Definitely, for all these definitely, years. man. Steve, it's always good to see you, man. Uh, we love you over here too. You're an awesome person. Yeah. And you're definitely, man. I, I tell people about you all the time. Oh yeah. Well, you're 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 a, you're a conversation topic, <laughs> always. Yeah. I don't I think it. I can ever talk to somebody for whatever reason. Your name comes up, whether it's your professionalism, the craziness, the dedication, all that stuff, anything. Your dog comes up all the time, you know. Yeah. Uh, conversations come up. Well, I appreciate you, Manny, so much. I love you, and and uh, I hope everybody goes to your Instagram right now to to get themselves some of your great art. Uh, thank you so much, Steve. Thank yeah. you. All right, right on, Manny. Take care. Right on, Morgan. Yeah, dude. Thank you. <laughs> See you, Manny. Yeah, dude. How killer was that? And <laughs> hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hi, Mr. Cole. Oh, hey. Yeah. Just wanted to let you know that I'm getting on the road to come home and poop, then blast my butthole with the hello tissue while I'm chewing on a blue chew, and then come with my fresh butthole and my big boner to come. Fuck you. <laughs> you lanka? Yeah, come bring it to me, baby. <laughs> All right. Cool. I'm out of here. See you soon, honey. <laughs> yeah, dude. Later, guys. <laughs> <laughs>